Did you guys check out those new New Jersey jerseys? Ugh, they're hideous, aren't they? Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday to all you hockey fans out there. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. This is Locked On Anaheim Ducks. This is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And thank you for making this your first listen of the day. We're going to talk about jerseys. Yes, we're going to talk about the new jersey jerseys that say jersey on them and talk about what the Ducks should do to their jerseys. You all know where I'm going to go with this. We're also going to talk about the month of November being a good one for the Ducks. And then we're going to preview tonight's game against the Colorado Avalanche. That'll be a fun one. All right, so let's talk about jerseys. Let's do that. We're going to start off kind of lighthearted because this came out earlier in the week. The jersey reveal for the New Jersey Devils their official third alternate jersey that they're going to wear about a dozen times this season, why they would wear these. I will just describe them for you. Imagine the Chicago Blackhawks winter classic jerseys, the black ones. These jerseys have three stripes on each side. They also have three stripes in the yoke. Okay, it's not so bad so far. So what's the big deal? The big deal is that the jerseys say jersey on it. In script font. (laughs) This is like the comic sans of hockey jerseys. You don't put script on a jersey. It didn't work for the Calgary Flames. It's not going to work for the New Jersey Devils. And the fact that it just says jersey on it. If it could have said New Jersey, we wouldn't be making as much fun. But as it stands, it's a jersey that says jersey. We've, We've seen the memes. Put pants on the pants. Put the word helmet on the helmet. Put visor over the visors. Put socks on the socks. Put skates on the skates. Or for the goaltender, put pads on pads. Although I did kind of like what the Devils did, and they put hat on hat. If they sold those hats, I guarantee you they'd sell... I I don't think they'd sell out, but they would sell quite a few of them. Just because they're... They've now realized their quote-unquote errors, and they're just going to lean into it, which is what you should do. If you make a mistake, you should lean into it and own up to the fact that, look, here's what we did, here's what's presented, and this is just how it's going to be. But this got me thinking, again, for the 11 billionth time, look at these third jerseys that they have. The Ducks' third jerseys are terrific. They have the Mighty Ducks logo. They're in orange. That's fine. Why not make that the, I don't want to say permanent, but at least a more permanent jersey in their rotation? Look at a lot of other teams that had really fantastic third jerseys, and they wound up being their primary. I'll give a prime example of this. The Arizona Coyotes. Their Kachinas were their alternates for about three seasons, And they finally made that their primary logo. Thank God. The Calgary Flames. They went with the Heritage alternate jersey for a few years. And now that's their second jersey. Which is fantastic. I also look at some really cool kind of third jerseys. 
the stealth jerseys that the Sharks wear, those are pretty nice. I really like those jerseys. Same with the St. Louis Blues alternates. But one of my favorite alternates, it, it has to be the Orange Ducks. Those were fantastic. Even though this was a one-year thing, I love the Anaheim Ducks 25th anniversary silver season jersey. You know the one I'm talking about. I'm looking at it right now because it is hanging up on my wall. It's got the teal yolks, got the Ducks logo, Mighty Ducks, got the eggplant, got the diagonal cross. It It's a nice jersey. And I will observe one thing on here. Last game I went to against the Carolina Hurricanes, I noticed a few Hurricanes jerseys, a couple of the present jerseys, and a lot of Mighty Ducks jerseys. I would say maybe 75 to 80% of the Ducks jerseys that I saw had the Mighty Ducks logo on it. What does that tell you? What does that say about our current jerseys that are panned almost universally as among the worst jerseys in the National Hockey League? Jay Fresh called it the worst jerseys. A lot of other ranked lists will list the Ducks jerseys as one of the worst five. And honestly, I kind of agree with them. So what's stopping the Ducks from making their current alternates their permanent home jersey? I like them. I like the orange with the Mighty Duck. But man, how great would it be to go back to the eggplant and teal? It could it could just be that easy. It really could. I, I don't know why. I'll give another example. And this is a love it or hate it jersey. But the highlighter jersey from the Dallas Stars... That is now their third jersey as of this season. So the cool thing about that one is it's supposed to be the color of the Dallas skyline. That's what they're going for with those neon green highlighter jerseys, which I have talked about with my friends. I've talked about with, with uh, people, with colleagues of mine. And here's here's what happened. I own that jersey now. I got it as a gift last year because... I said I hated it. So may- maybe if I say that I hate a jersey enough to my colleagues, I'll eventually get it. <laughs> but this one, this one was a love it or hate it. I personally didn't like it all that much. But now it's their third jersey. And it's a choice. Another fantastic third jersey is the Columbus Blue Jackets. I love the Canon jersey. That one's one of their better ones. But... The Devils. Oh, boy. Jersey on jersey in script font. Ducks. Hey, it's your move, Ducks. Just go back to the eggplant and teal. Give the fans what they want. I just wanted to throw this conversation out there because, you know, jersey, jersey. And the fact that I said new, new jersey, jersey. Oof. So bad. They're, they're just so bad. And they're going to wear that a dozen times this season. Oh, and by the way, Marty Brodeur apparently helped design those jerseys. Okay. I like the stripes, but the font and just jersey, ugh, they're right up there with the Mooderous jerseys. Or the Islanders third jerseys that said Islanders on it with the number on the bottom of it. Ugh. Those were hideous. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. We're going to talk about months of the year and 
this great run the Ducks are on right now. But first, let's talk about everyone's favorite protein bar, Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar ever. And Thanksgiving is tomorrow. You're going to be waiting for that delicious food. You're going to be waiting for a while. So why not munch on a Built Bar while you are waiting for hours for that Thanksgiving feast to arrive? That Built Bar will give you all the energy you need to get through the waiting. They are only 130 calories. They only have 4 grams of sugar and packed with 17 grams of protein. And check out all the new flavors that are continually coming out. And don't forget to check out their Black Friday and their Cyber Monday deals coming up. If you use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, which you can get at Built.com. And it's the best tasting protein bar ever. All right, coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk about this good run and the last time the Ducks had a run like this. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez and happy hump day to everyone. And by the way, Thanksgiving, sorry, American Thanksgiving is tomorrow. So just want to extend a quick Thanksgiving greeting to all those that celebrate. So happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. And hopefully you guys stay safe out there. All right. So the Ducks right now are on a good run this month. And I actually like looked at their recent games that they've had in this recent streak they've had in the month of November. They've only lost two games this month. And I thought, well, what happens if they, not that this is going to happen. It's not going to happen. Not going to manifest this. But even if the Ducks lose the rest of their games, they would have a winning record this month. Yeah. So far, they are 7-2 and two in the month of November. Even if they lose their last four, they'd be seven and six this month, which is still a good month for the Ducks. In fact, I had to go back to the first month I did this podcast, October 2019. That was the last time the Ducks had a winning month. In 14 games, they went eight and six. That was before the month of November hit, and they went on that long losing streak. Then they won one, then they had another losing streak, and then that season just spiraled into a nosedive from there. I'm not saying it's going to happen to the Ducks this season because they've got a bit of a better team this year. But going back to October 2019, they had that three-game winning streak to start the season. They won that home opener against the Coyotes. They beat the Sharks. Then they beat the Red Wings. Then they beat the Columbus Blue Jackets. They beat the Buffalo Sabres, the Carolina Hurricanes. They had a little skid after that, but they seemed to do okay those first 12 games, even the first eight games, they looked fine. The first 15 games, they were still good, including that El Capitan game against the Vancouver Canucks. And then the wheels fell off. (laughs) That's when things went down south. And part of it was just bad defense. Um, The defense was good. Those first maybe 10, 11 games, for the Ducks, and then after that, it just went south. But they also played the Avalanche of Golden Knights. Winnipeg was very good. That's where it just all happened. And I'm kind of seeing something somewhat similar right now because the teams they just beat this month, they're not exactly cream. Of the- they're bottom feeder teams. They're bad. 
save for the Washington Capitals, but that was an impressive victory over Washington in overtime. Losing to Carolina, not that big a deal. Losing to Nashville, they don't do well in Nashville. Tonight's game, they could win. They could win tonight's game in Colorado. But Colorado's riding a long streak right now, which I'll talk about in a second. But even after this, you have Ottawa, Toronto, the LA Kings. There's absolutely no reason that the Ducks can wind up with, are you ready for this? 10 wins this month. 10. They could win three of their next four. They can certainly beat Ottawa. I think they could beat Toronto at home. They could. They could beat the Kings. They might be able to beat Colorado, but I don't see any reason why there shouldn't be optimism on these next four games. Can you imagine the Ducks winning 10 games in a month? We haven't seen that in four years. Oh, God, it's been that long, hasn't it? (laughs) Wow. In the time that I've hosted Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I've not seen the Ducks on a run like this. It's pretty exhilarating, and it's pretty fun to see the Ducks like this. So if you want to ask the trivia question, when was the last time the Ducks had a winning month? October of 2019. It's been 25 months since the Ducks had a winning month as far as records concerned. That is sad. That that does make me sad when I read that stat off. And it's also been a long time since they've won 10 games in a month. It's been almost about 48 months. Oh boy. That's something, isn't it? And one more note about this month's games. Uh, with the game versus Ottawa versus Toronto, uh, they will be among the middle Canadian teams that are coming to Anaheim. We've already seen Vancouver. We've already seen Winnipeg. We're about to already see Ottawa and Toronto very early in the season. So Canada's getting their trips out here to Anaheim over with pretty early. Oh, and then you also had Montreal on Halloween. So that's already a plethora of home games against Canadian teams. So I'm sure Ducks fans are already used to hearing, oh, Canada by now. We've already heard it four times this season, twice against Winnipeg, Montreal, and Vancouver. We're going to hear it two more times before the month of November is even done. Six games already against Canadian teams. And you know how the Ducks have done against those Canadian teams? Hmm, let's see. They slaughtered Vancouver. They beat Winnipeg once. And they did a number on the Montreal Canadiens. So right now they're 3-1 and one at home versus Canada. And if you even go back to that road game against the Vancouver Canucks, where they won in overtime, they're in fact, they have a very good winning record against... Some Canadian teams, minus Edmonton, but that was a crazy game altogether. So we'll see how the Ducks do in tonight's game against Colorado. We'll have a preview of that after this brief word from betonline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered. And it's absolutely the one place that we trust. And we are stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving because you know what that means. Football, football, football. Yeah, nothing goes together better than football and turkey and betting. And Bet Online has you covered for the holiday season with all the football. Of course, you have all the NBA action. And hey, you have that Thanksgiving matchup Friday on ABC as well. Yeah, you have all the NHL matchups 
on there as well. And you have the bet online odds for who's going to win the Stanley Cup. So if you want to take advantage of all the amazing offers, go to betonline.ag and use promo code Locked on to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to episode number 432 of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. As we preview tonight's matchup against the Colorado Avalanche. And the Avs are coming in hot right now. But are they really coming in that hot right now? I'll tell you in a second. The Avalanche are riding a five-game winning streak as of right now. And looking just at the raw numbers. The Avalanche are first in goals scored in the National Hockey League. They average four goals per game. Good enough for first place in the NHL. So while they score a lot of goals, they also give up a ton because they're allowing about 3.3 goals per game. That's 25th in the league. So about seventh worst in the league. The Ducks, they've scored 3.3. They've only allowed 2.6 goals per game. That's good enough for eighth in the National Hockey League altogether. As far as power play is concerned, both these teams are coming in hot on the power play. The Ducks, 26%. The Avs, 22%. Both top 10 teams on the power play. The difference is the penalty kill. The Ducks are 9th. Colorado's 23rd. So obviously, defense is going to be the Achilles heel of the Colorado Avs. And while I see some folks saying, wow, they've won five in a row. They're looking really good. Uh, Okay, let's think about this. Yes, they are averaging 6.2 goals per game on the last five games. They're allowing 2.6 goals per game or goals against on the last five games. So averaging 6.2 to 2.6, that should spell trouble for the Ducks, right? Not necessarily. Look at the last five teams. Let's let's dissect this five-game winning streak, shall we? Starting off, they beat the Vancouver Canucks, 7-1. They beat the San Jose Sharks, 6-2. They went to Vancouver and won 4-2. Then they went up to Seattle and beat the Kraken 7-3 before beating the Sens 7-5. So they scored 7 goals at Seattle. Anybody can score 7 goals at Seattle. The Ducks did that recently themselves. So I'm not all that impressed because, hey, the Ducks can do it. So can the Colorado Avalanche. The Ducks score 7. They can score 7 too. But look at it this way. The Avs, they put up seven against Ottawa. Hey, maybe the Ducks can do that too. Maybe the Ducks will also score seven against the Ottawa Senators. But going back to these matchups, Vancouver, San Jose, Vancouver against Seattle, Ottawa. Where are these teams in the standings? I'll tell you, not good. They're towards the bottom. Let's look at Vancouver's record right now, shall we? They play them twice. Vancouver is 6-11-2, a win percentage of 368. That's not good. San Jose Sharks, they're 9-8-1 with a percentage of 528. That's eh, decent, not as good as Anaheim. Seattle, they're 5-12-1, a percentage of 306. That's really not good. And Ottawa, they're way down there, 4-11-1 with a win percentage of 281. So their average win percentage is about 350. Look at the Ducks' winning streak. Their strength of schedule average 
was around 500 when you account for the Washington Capitals. So when you look at the strength of schedule that the Colorado Avs have seen, Seattle second from the bottom. Vancouver, sorry, Seattle is in the bottom of the Pacific. Vancouver's second from the bottom. San Jose's fifth, and Ottawa is way in the bottom. They have the worst record in the Eastern Conference. So when three of your victories, sorry, when four of your victories come against the bottom five of the league, that's not impressive. Today's going to be not only a test for the Anaheim Ducks. It's going to be a test for the Colorado Avalanche as well because the Ducks' last two losses, Carolina, amazing. They're doing an amazing job this season. At Nashville, I can kind of dismiss that because it's at Nashville. But before that, the Ducks had some impressive victories. The one against St. Louis was good. The one against Washington was very impressive. So you're no, no, you're not impressing me with this five-game winning streak against the bottom feeders. No, it's time to face a real team, Colorado. It's time to face a real team like the Anaheim Ducks. Am I saying this? Am I really saying this? Yes. The Anaheim Ducks are a real team, especially compared to those four teams that Colorado just decimated. Am I completely worried? No, no, I'm not completely worried. I would be happy if the Ducks got a point out of Colorado. I'd be thrilled with that. Looking at the leading scorers for Colorado, uh, right now their leading goal scorer, believe it or not, is Kale McCarr. He has seven goals this season. So does Miko Rantanen. He also has seven. But the, le- the points leaders, this is surprising. Nazim Kadri has 23 points this season. Kale McCarr has 15 points this season. And Gabe Landeskog has 15 points, albeit in less games. The Colorado Avs haven't exactly been full strength all season long. Nate McKinnon, he's been injured half the season so far. Gabriel Landeskog, he's been out as well. Miko Rantanen, he missed some time. So they haven't exactly been the healthiest team so far this season, which might account for their record right now being 9-5-1. That's still not bad. They also have, quote-unquote, games in hand. Colorado's still a good team. Are they the best team in the West? Not right now. They're They're slowly coming together. But they're coming together against bottom feeders. And they're not coming in 100% themselves. Then again, neither are the Ducks. We still do not have Max Jones and Max Comtois on the roster. And there's also the possibility that Adam Henrique might not play. I haven't really heard any word from that yet. And I've been trying to wait and wait to see if there is any word on Adam Henrique's status And as of right now, still no update. Even a few hours before the game, we still have no update on Adam Henrique's status. I would assume that maybe he'll... I would hope, not assume, I would hope that Henrique would play. Because I think Troy Terry would like to have his linemate back. He really, really would like to have him back. But if he's not back... Expect some more line shuffling, and that could spell trouble for the Ducks if Henry cannot go tonight. So we'll see what happens. Once again, that game taking place tonight, 6 p.m. at Ball Arena in Denver, Colorado. Once again, tonight's game is at Ball Arena. And also, we have goals action. Tomorrow is a goals Thursday. So 
yeah, I know it's Thanksgiving. That doesn't mean we can't have goals Thursday. So that'll be coming up. We're going to talk some goals action. And yeah, we'll have some fun tomorrow. All right, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Uh, Once again, thank you all so much for your listens. It is greatly appreciated. Don't forget that this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Odyssey, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, among others. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Got a couple games tonight. I'll be live tweeting the games tonight. I'm out of here. Have a great Thanksgiving morning tomorrow. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying please stay safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together. Yeah.